I thought it'd be good to have Edie just uh, say a word of greeting as well. I... Hi, hello. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I should bring you greetings uh, from my some of my family members, and even though probably most of you um, joined the church um, long after, uh, but of there's, you still have invested in their lives, and my mom and dad are David and Betty Woodward, and they're, my dad's almost 93, my mom's 91, and they were supported by Grace Bible Church in Taiwan, where I grew up, in China, in Tibet earlier, I don't know the whole story, and uh, my aunt, Ellen Gilman, um, is, is my mom's sister, and she's 88, and she was supported by Grace Bible Church for 44 years in Thailand. And they both asked me to send greetings. So, uh, all three of them. <laughs> and they're all in very good health and blessed, you know. So, uh, I do, that is great to be able to send, bring our greetings from them and just say hello and hope to get to meet you all um, face-to-face after church. And thank you for, for being a part of everything that what we get to do in Thailand. Bless you guys. <laughs> Thank you. It must be that the prayers of Grace Bible Church have to do with people living a long, long time. So we welcome all of your prayers, <laughs> at least as long as the Lord wants us around to do what he wants us to do. Amen? Well, thank you. It's so fun to be here together with you again, and we're just delighted. We have so many things to share with you, and um, I, uh, I just want to say that uh, what a blessing you are to us. Uh, And I want to bring back a blessing to you because of what your participation has meant in our work and ministry over the years, and I know many who have gone before us, is bringing about great, great things on the earth. Please do not think in any way that just being here doesn't mean that you're not there because by Jesus Christ, we work together, we serve together, even as much as our part is to be over there. At this point in time, I want to bring back the blessing of your work and ministry in the world today. And so thank you so much uh, on our behalf. And thank you, I can say truthfully, the Lord's grace and goodness is upon you as a church and as a, as a ministry effectively working in the world. And bless your, all of your work. I know you have uh, many different um, ministries and missionaries you serve and help and part- partner with. And I know that God is doing great things. Well, before we begin, could we just have a word of prayer then? So, Father, we do give you thanks this day, Lord. May all these words go, Lord, today be for your glory. Teach us, Lord, that we might know your ways, Lord, and walk in them. Today, Lord, we want to hear from you. And, Lord, we give you thanks for all of the many blessings that you pour out upon us. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I thought uh, today I would... um, you know, missionaries have this thing they do. They love to show pictures about where they've been, so it can turn into quite a thing. But I, I want to, today, I just want to be sure that we tie it to some scripture because I really feel that uh, we're seeing some really amazing things happen in Thailand. And one scripture that's really, or two, I should say, have really uh, been very relevant in our work in ministry there comes from Ephesians. So if you don't mind, could we just turn, and, and I just want to read this uh, together. And then also we'll be in 2 Corinthians uh, near the end, and I'll read that later. Um, So 2 Corinthians uh, 10 uh, through 22, that's a lot of scripture there, but I'm just going to read verse 10 uh, here for you, and then I'm going to jump down to verse uh, 19. Uh, For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus 
for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And then uh, down, just jump down to verse uh, 19. Now, therefore, you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom the whole building being fitted together grows into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are being built together for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. Now, I, I, uh, this is the scriptures, the very scriptures that we began with in the city of Padilla with the very first young women and, and now young men who come out of the, the, the work that they do there. The, it's not the work, really. It's really a very, very difficult situation because Padilla City in Thailand is a city with a 1,000 bars. I mean, it is a, it's a very difficult city, a very dark place in a lot of ways. But the light of Jesus Christ is shining there now, and many people are coming to salvation. So I can tell you all the good news is uh, we're going to go up from here. We're not going to look at that, but we're going to go up from here because what God is doing in the hearts and lives of the people is just this. And they don't oftentimes know who they are or what even led them to work in, and work in these bars and sell themselves like this. They basically uh, have been deceived by the enemy and God is now redeeming them, and we are so thankful. When we began to pray for this city years ago, uh, God gave us uh, uh, an, uh, a good strategy. He said, you know what? These, these young women, they just need to be loved. They, what, would, what would, you know, you think about, well, how are we going to do that? Well, the Lord said, well, I would throw them a beautiful banquet. And so that's what we did. So I'm just going to share briefly with you by way of review here. Um, we'll come back to that one in a minute. And hopefully this will work back there. Um, sorry, I'm not getting anywhere here. You can change it by hand, I guess. <laughs> so, all right. In the city of, this is Padia City in Thailand, and um, I'm not going to show you a bunch of pictures of the bars, but I think you can, you can know that yourself. Yeah, this is apparently the battery's dead or not dead, but maybe too far away. Okay, there we go. So the Lord directed us to throw a banquet for these uh, young women, and we had so many, uh, two, over, uh, well, almost 100 in one uh, evening. Uh, first evening was about 48 women uh, came out, and then the second night we doubled that, um, that number, were, came out of the bars, listened to the message of Jesus Christ, and came, uh, next slide, came to give their lives to Jesus Christ. And uh, that was amazing. That We did not expect that. We were totally unprepared for that. And so, uh, yes, we heard you, Lord, but now what do we do? <laughs> you know? and so you, <laughs> but we, uh, we partner with ministries in this city. And fortunately, we were able to uh, begin uh, a church uh, service in, on Sunday afternoons. And this is, uh, this is it here. We call this the True Friend Fellowship. Um, and it's a, bit, it's a bit unusual in a way because, because basically the Lord directed for us to, to make this an open door for anyone to feel welcome to come into. No, we don't water down the scriptures. We preach Jesus Christ. But, but we do make it a very welcoming place. It meets in a hotel. And uh, so in the afternoons, about 1 o'clock, our service begins with uh, games. Lots of games at the very beginning. <laughs> now, not, 
I know churches don't usually start that way, but, but we also have a lot of visitors. So we figure the best way to do is to play some sort of icebreaker or something where we can get people to, to talk to one another. But after that, we move into worship, and then we start uh, to share the Word of God. And I tell you, we have not been ever disappointed. One of the things the Lord directed us to do was to be sure to, sh- to ask people to share what God has done in their life so that they could get a chance to say, well, I prayed, and this is what God did. Well, you can imagine with new believers what kind of testimonies we were getting. Like, yes, I prayed that there would be a lot of customers, and they really came after I prayed, you know. <laughs> and, uh, you know... <laughs> So we had a whole bunch of things, you know, to talk about after that. But, but God kept, uh, kept uh, us uh, uh, very much um, dependent upon him throughout these years. And uh, we have heard of the most amazing testimonies that have come. I can assure you, the gospel of Jesus Christ is the most powerful. It is the life-changing. It is the most uh, important thing. In all of life, there is really nothing else. Honestly, you, you, to really experience this, would you need to be there with me sometime and see where the end looks like? Because the end for many of these people is in that bar. And truthfully, they will tell you this: my life is over. And even foreigners. Now we hear this from foreigners. Oh yeah, I'm, I've come to the end of the road. I don't have any hope anymore in my own life. You know, we have a man who comes to our church every Sunday that says. I am, I am so dark inside. I have so much sin in my life. I said, well, keep coming and receive the Lord. And he accepted the Lord, and now the Lord is changing his life. He went back home again and dealt with some issues uh, back in his home country. You know, this gospel is life-changing, and uh, we just uh, have seen uh, from the lowest point uh, there in Thailand that God... Uh, meets people right where they are. It doesn't matter who they are. It doesn't matter what has ever gone down before they got there. No matter what sin has been in their life, he is the one that changes and transforms their lives. And so we have just been so excited to see the the outcome. Um, This led us to uh, take a further step here recently. We've been praying for years to be able to start a ministry actually where we can do more We've done a lot of outreach from our church. Uh, we, over the years, have been able to uh, go, go uh, send people out to the bars and, and minister, pray for, witness to everyone. But now we actually have, have what we, a foundation that we've just started called Bridges of Hope Foundation. <clears throat> you may have heard this name. There's probably a dozen of them if you look at them on the. But in Thailand, this is the only one as we know of that's registered under this. We just thought it was appropriate because. Uh, it's like a road, you know, the way out. It's the way, the road, the highway of the Lord, you know, out, out of where you were before and into a new life. And um, we, uh, we are able to have a, a referral center uh, is what we're starting with first. We don't have the capability to do rehabilitation, but we do have the capability of, of uh, re- reaching out to people and then uh, most of the most of the people we find that end up in the city of Padia have come there by all kinds of deceptions and lies. So we help to bring back the reality of life to them, and we talk to them about many different things. Edie and I myself have, we are graced and blessed to have a staff of four people that serve with us there. And um, they are just doing an amazing, amazing job in this uh, little office here. And our, our if you know something about Thailand... Um, 
the, re, the way people come into the city from the countryside, in which many of these people do, they come by bus. And so our plan is that we have a sign at, at the bus stations, which our office is very close to, that says, if you've come to the city and you don't have the answer of what you're going to do here, please come to Bridges of Hope. We have, a, we have something we can help you with. And so our staff has gone around and looked at all the different possibilities. We've looked for jobs. We've gone and, and asked uh, hotel owners and people, if, if we recommend to you somebody, will you train them? We've found great favor in the city. We've Everything from that to rehabilitation places outside of the city of Padilla, people that have started ministries that are willing to partner with us and receive people if, if they'll come and they're maybe addicted to drugs or alcohol or need some kind of, if, if it's rehabilitation and so forth. So we've, we've been blessed to have a great possibility. We also have vocational job training available. If somebody needs to further their education a little bit to be able to get a better job and so forth. So we serve here as a prevention. We're intervening before they get down to the bars and we're literally located on the, on, the, on the trail down to the bars. They come by the bus, they have to walk right by our office to get local transportation down to where the bars are. And it's just how it is. The truth is, from our research, many of the people come and they're not sure they want to go to work in those bars. And they come for about a week and check it out. They never have lots of money. And so many of them end up going in because they've run out of money. They can't find a, a legitimate job. But... God has blessed us with two very wonderful people here. This is uh, Ying, uh, the young woman, and her mother, uh, uh, Pranom. Uh, Ying is, helps us a lot in the ministry and in our church, and uh, her mother, Pranom, is what we, we feel like she's kind of like a Mother Teresa. She will go uh, uh, to this place here called Dongtan Beach. Dongtan Beach is a place in Padia where uh, it's a meeting place, let's just put it that way. And, and you know... If you're destitute, you have no money, you go and sleep on the beach. So what she does is she will go down there. And we actually have a Bible study that's opened up there. And, it, and uh, we have, uh, she has help. We have a little worship service right on the beach. Uh, she cooks uh, a great Thai meal. If you want a Thai meal, you could go there and have dinner with her someday. And she serves the people there. And, uh, and many uh, of people, uh, every day, she comes home with a list of people some uh, are people we can actually help immediately. Some require some further. But we go and we record everything, and she gets their cell phone numbers if they have one, and we make contact and make a plan. Several people we've been able just to send back home. They've got there. It didn't work out, but they had no money to get back home again. And so we've been able to buy them a bus ticket and see them on the bus and send them back to their home city. It's a lie and a deception by the enemy to believe that you're going to come to this city and be successful. And that's what they end up hearing about. And then when they actually get there, it's not what they ever thought. So understand that many of the people that you see get caught up in this, uh, this uh, uh, problem, this, this you know, the thing in the bars with uh, uh, working in the bars is, is that they just plain were trapped there. They're not bad people. They're young, innocent people from the countryside who don't really understand what they've gotten themselves into one way or another. So we view this as rescue. <laughs> it's rescue time and the door is open. Before it was not, but now it is. And so we're so excited uh, to be able to minister. Um, these are just some, some of the uh, young women on the, the beach there. And you can change the slide. Um, uh, and some of the young men 
who come into the city. Uh, uh, this woman here, she is someone who came to our church. Her daughter had cancer, and she said, well, can you pray for her? And we, we prayed for her daughter. We went to the hospital and prayed for her daughter. Um, the Lord took her home. She believed in the Lord before she died, and her mother became a Christian and started coming to our church. Her mother owns a bar. <laughs> so, Lord, thank you. We, we had no idea until we got that far. But now uh, she was baptized, and she uh, is an on-fire Christian. Her bar is no longer a bar for bad things. It's turning it around to be a bar for good things. And so... Uh, Ying, our young uh, woman, she goes there and conducts Bible studies every Friday and uh, just invites people from around the area to come in. And uh, this woman has just been so, uh, so changed by the Lord. Uh, it's just, I could just go on and on with the testimonies that she has shared about since she received Jesus as Lord and Savior. Her name is Lek, and her bar is called Lex Bar. Don't look her up. Don't even come to the city, <laughs> but <laughs> if you ever should. And so we, uh, we, we uh, always do our baptisms in the ocean, which is always quite a fun thing. Uh, <laughs> a lot of times we get a lot of people to join us just for the fun of being in the water. But, <laughs> you know, uh, you need a lot of water to baptize. So <laughs> we have uh, the for- be fortunate to be right next to the ocean. We're in front of a place uh, that's also... Um, an area where there are many tourists. And so uh, it's not unusual for us to be in the middle of a baptism and somebody from Russia or some other country will come out and say, oh, look, I have a cross. I'm a Christian too. (laughs) And can't talk to one another. But, and we have had some that said, I want to be baptized too. You know, I mean, it's so interesting. So let me go back here again, just to share with you this citizens and members of God's household. You know what? These young men and women need to know that they are members of God's household when they receive the Lord. We'd say to them, welcome to the family when they receive the Lord. We'd talk to them about an international community of believers. But I love this scripture because it talks so much about God's household, chief, uh, the chief cornerstone, Jesus Christ. And uh, uh, in, in, in so doing, we join with the believers in Thailand. We join with, we're not just a small little thing in Padia, even though our numbers are few and so forth, but we're a part of the Church of Thailand in that we, we are our brothers and sisters and part of a growing family in the Lord and uh, citizens being built together for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. I'm impacted by this scripture because I truthfully believe that even though our numbers have may never have reached a great number of people in Thailand, but our influence has continued to grow throughout the years. I don't have time to go into explain it to you everything, but the government of Thailand, as you may have been following in the news reports, is in a very particular difficult situation. We are in the middle of a class war in Thailand. And um, uh, with that, uh, the government has had to tread carefully with how to uh, lead the country, and it's been difficult and hard. Many times they don't have the answers, but appearing in the Bangkok Post, the, the national English newspaper, was an article that's during the middle. If you remember back uh, last year when Bangkok was burning, I don't know if you, that report hit here, but buildings were set on fire, and it was the end of a big, long protest. And at the end of that, uh, towards the end of that time, when the military had to come in, an article appeared that said, 
um, the government of Thailand calls upon the religions of Thailand that if your God has an idea of how to solve this problem, we will listen to you. <laughs> now, well, when I read that, I take great encouragement because I go, oh my goodness, this is the day we've been waiting for. This is what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to be involved in seeing to this. We're supposed to show that we care about this and that we're going to get our chance. It's coming now. And sure enough, after everything was said and done, the governor of Bangkok can, uh, calls all the people out from the city to come and clean everything up. And then the next day, he invites the major religions to come to an area where all the fighting and killing took place because he knew that there was a bad thing on the country that came out of this. And he, wanted, he had the wisdom enough to know that I need to involve the Christians. It's not, this is not, not just a Buddhist thing. This is for the Christians have something to help us with here. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to invite them there. And sure enough, we were the biggest group there. We had 500 people turn out. Uh, all different churches, and, you know, being what we could be, we had different leaders of denominations come up and, and share. It made more sense to the government that we would represent ourselves this way. And, uh, and basically, the message was, was this, Lord, heal the land. Lord, heal the hearts of the people. Lord, bring our unity back to our country between our, our you know, people. And the governor was in tears on the front row watching it all. We were singing to him beautiful songs, even some that you even sang here, Blessed Be the Name of the Lord, and, and these types of songs. And he loved every bit of it. He had not heard what the Christians actually do. He had not, he had, he, in his mind, he said, oh, I thought you just are in those churches. You know, I've never been in there. I don't know what you're doing. Is this what you do in the churches? <laughs> this is really good. He liked it a lot. And so... Uh, brothers and sisters, let me encourage you with this. I don't know. It's, I think we're going through a lot of shaking in this country and probably around the world, as you can certainly read. But be ready. Be ready. I think God has, a, has some wonderful, wonderful things ahead for us that we will come into places like this and bring about what God's plan is for that place and that time. We have that. That is what Christ has given us through through his death on the cross, that we can bring in the, the peace and the love of God. Now, with, um, with a big country like this of 67 million people, you wonder, well, what can change here about this place? But, you know, um, we'll go back. Um, we, um, in the city of Padilla, have con every year we have what we call the Padilla Praise. It's a worship event, and we invite worship teams to come and play in bars and shopping malls and everywhere else. Padilla City is a, a place that lends itself well to this. Every year they have a jazz festival there and so forth. And so the Christians said, well, we, we need to have something, right? right? So <laughs> we every year for the last five, six years now, we've had a <clears throat> what we call Padilla Praise. And this year, though, forever we've been wanting to do something that put the meaning to Christmas. If you've ever been to a shopping mall on Christmas time, you see all the decorations. But, and I know in this country now, it's getting more tough. <laughs> Over in that side of the world, actually, they're increasing their, their, inf their, their interest in Christmas. What is this season all about? And we have been invited to come and put the meaning to, this, to the reason for the season, you know, <laughs> and the things that you've ever hoped for when you get an invitation. So we put together a Christmas concert 
in the most brand new shopping mall they put in Padilla, they put it right in the center of the city. It took out about a hundred bars that had been there to put that in. We saw this as God's answer to our prayer for city transformation. It has become the focal point of the city. And not only that, there's a big venue that, that uh, has been built there for, for, for us. He built it for us <laughs> so we could do this type of thing. And so we, um, this year, uh, last year, we were able to invite a, a worship team from down south to come and, and uh, Las, uh, Pasadena to come and, and do a, uh, a Christmas program. And they did a most excellent job. Um, and we uh, packed the place out. We were given uh, access to advertising throughout the city. We made posters in the mall everywhere you went. There was no hindrance like, oh, you can't talk about Jesus Christ or anything like this. Tell us what Christmas is all about in the best way you can. And apart from standing up there just sharing like this, we felt like it was, it, that music was, was going to be the thing. And so this group came and took these uh, familiar songs, which we all know, and really put them to, uh, to a most powerful Christmas message. Oh, holy night. You know, you, you probably know that song. Well... At the beginning of, the, of the, the, the opening of Christmas season, and this was when we began, we had two nights, the mayor of the city was invited to come. This is not unusual. We've invited the mayor many times. He usually doesn't come. But this time, he came and opened the whole event up. He got up on the platform and said the most wonderful things. And he told us, he said, but I can only stay for one song. I have to go. But I'm going to come in the beginning, and, and then, and we thought, sure. So we, we invited him to come. He came up and opened up the meeting and uh, sat in the front row throughout the whole concert, one hour and 15 minutes without moving. And he was kept telling me, he said, well, they're so professional. They're so, they're, this is so good. You know, and he says, oh, their song just fills my heart, touches my heart. That's what he kept pointing to his heart. And... Um, at, and he didn't, he, he, I saw him, his cell phone was going crazy. You know, I think he had other things that he was supposed to be doing as I was sitting next to him. And uh, he came uh, to this um, uh, uh, time at the end of the service where he just got up and he said, I want a picture with all the group. He turned to our, our team and he said these words, and I'll never forget them. He said, you help us Thai people to learn about who God is through tonight, through your music. He said, I want you to come back every year. I want you even to come to our music festival in March <laughs> because your music is, your, is his words. I didn't tell him anything. He said, these are his words. Your music uh, is about God, and we want God in the middle of Padilla City. That was his word. And he said, I'm going to give you this venue because if, you, if I could show you, they, they set up you know, one platform after another. Oh, they close the whole road down. But in the center is this venue here. And he says, I want you right here in the center playing this music here. <laughs> so, so those of you who, who, who play instruments and worship and your worship team here, I just want to encourage you to, to, to just go as far as the Lord continues to lead you in that and, and know that... that that music is so powerful to change people's lives. It really is. And there can be so much done with that. We are excited to see all that we can facilitate over there in this area. And there are other places. Since this shopping mall happened to be the, uh, uh, a well-known 
shopping chain in Thailand, we have gained favor with the promotions manager and with the general manager that now we can talk about going to other places as well. So we're excited to, to, to see all of these things happen in the future. As a part of our program with our, our worship team, we also went to a place, and again, the unlikely places that you wouldn't want to go and try to do something. We chose this place. This is Tiffany's. This is a... Uh, you know, Padia doesn't have a lot of good things I could tell you about, but, but this place is, is internationally renowned. It's a show of transvestite or, or people that dress like men that dress like women. And, and uh, the owner we've made friends with over the years, and we've, she lets us use the, her building. It's got a very wonderful auditorium. It's got balcony, 1,200-seat auditorium, and the best stage with all the lights and everything. And uh, we use it for different things. We use it for potty of praise, but this time we were using it to help uh, young children. Uh, we invited all the schools to come, and our program was all about Christmas, of course, but there's a, a message behind it all was about seeking the higher things with your life, going to the highest places, going through education, you know, and so forth. So we used this, this opportunity, and she gives us the venue for free. This is the, this is the amazing thing, a place like this. Well, the good thing is, too, even the, their sound and light man, he, he loves to get involved, too. We don't tell him, but he puts uh, lights on and flashing things and everything with the team. Sometimes he makes smoke come up, you know, and we go, there's a fire. <laughs> but it's really, really fun. But anyway, the kids, uh, we had a couple of kids do some programs from one of the orphanages there. And uh, I tell you, it was just a powerful, powerful time. And uh, the owner, uh, oh, yeah, and this woman sings O Holy Night with just a guitar, one guitar and this woman's voice, and she sings the beautiful song, O Holy Night. She did this at the shopping mall, and I'm telling you, as noisy as a place of that is, you could hear a pin drop. It was as if God's presence was just there that night, so powerful. And so she... uh, uh, we want to go farther and higher with all the Lord is, is opening up to us. But here's the owner's wife who, who came through the whole event. She gave an offering to help pay for all of our expenses and everything herself. She says, this is the best thing for our city. This is what we need. We need more of this. Do you have more things you could do? So, well, let me think. I, I have to think about that. No, I immediately said, of course we do. And, and uh, we're, we're encouraging her to use her evening strange program thing to be, you know, something different, to, to you know, let's do some cultural, you know, dancing and some maybe around the world, you know, uh, entertainment, something like that. Because Padi is a city that's just filled with people from other countries. They, they come from everywhere. So uh, let me go back to my, uh, my scripture again that I want to share with you now. And I'm telling you, this is where we really see the power of the Lord is so mighty upon us as a church and out of people. It's not just about our work in Padi, and I, I really hope that you will understand that it's not just all great and wonderful. Missionaries have this way of sharing all the great testimonies. You know, there is a lot of things that go wrong, too, you know, so don't get me wrong. But understand that that in the middle of it all, the Lord is doing great and mighty things in this country. Thailand has been a nation uh, for uh, forever and ever to be one of the most difficult places in all of Southeast Asia to share the good news of Jesus Christ. 
The king, though, many years ago, declared freedom of religion, so we don't have to fight that. But inevitably, there seems to have always been a resistance all, uh, through 180 years of Christianity in the country, and we have the least number of Christians uh, within all of Southeast Asia countries, have, which have grown more. And so, but we believe that our influence is growing and growing year after year, that the numbers uh, may not be as high as the other places, but our, our, our relationship with uh, government and with business leaders and so forth in any of the cities now continues to grow and great favor is upon us. I want to encourage you that this is uh, what we see happening in the days ahead. We always wonder how we're going to share the gospel. We wonder how, who it is that's going to be, how are we going to, what's our strategy, what's our plan. The Bible's pretty clear about sharing our faith with other people and how to go about it for sure. But apart from that, we have actually seen people coming to us asking about what is this faith that you have? What is it that I see about you? You look different to us. You know, these are the, some of the testimonies. As we go back to the homes of the young women and men uh, in their villages and they are able to see their family, sees their face, sees the change that's in them, they're able to say, wow, what is this faith that you have? It made you look like a totally different person and act like a totally different person. So we're able to share our faith with them. Um, let's turn quickly to, to uh, 2 Corinthians. I want to get this scripture out. And then 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17 and 18. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17 and, and 18. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. We also have that in Ephesians Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. Uh, let me read a bit of 19. That is, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them, and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ as though God were pleading through us. We implore you, on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. There are so many wonderful reasons of why the Lord has granted us this scripture in these days, why that has come to us, because we have to understand the time we're in right now. I've read this a million times down through the years, but not until this last uh, decade did I, did I understand how important reconciliation is and how much we have within us to be able to bring about reconciliation between you know not just between God and man but between you know people as well that gift is within all of you you all are called to this ministry it's not just for a few all of us because of Jesus Christ have this capability within us to bring about peace and reconciliation between whatever the enemy has divided up mostly with people, absolutely. Uh, things that, that just happen, it's what it seems to be, this is what the enemy works the hardest at, is dividing us from one another through various means and ways. But yet, the Lord gives us this ministry to bring it all back together. As we serve in the city of Padilla, what we've seen uh, more and more there is that, um, you know, the young people that come through 
have broken hearts. They have been separated from their family. And so we talk to them about this here. Now with Christ. Now you are a new creation in Christ. He has created so many things before you. So many wonderful things are before you. Let's pray and see what he has and what, what is going to open up to you. And inevitably, if there is a division somewhere in the family, that person will eventually find their way back home or find their way back to their family or f- communicate with their family in some way because uh, they have the strength and the heart of Jesus Christ to be able to do it. Without him, I don't think it's very easy to do. I think it's quite difficult. As we've found uh, in this city, uh, more and more, uh, as, we, as, we, as the years go by, we have found that people need to be reconciled. They need to know the love of Jesus Christ and how it brings people back together. It's one of the most difficult things here in our lives, no matter if it's our family, our friends, or wherever it is. Uh, we have been gifted and given that ministry. That's been called to do it and appointed to do it, and God has given us grace to do it. As I share with you these things that I've shared with you today, this comes by the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. Not by any man should, no man could boast. I mean, seriously, we cannot know. There's no way that you could do these things or see these things on the earth unless God had opened the doors and prepared the way. It just, sorry, it's a tough place. You can't do it on your own. <laughs> and so, But, uh, you know, we, we were uh, many, many years in Kenya in East Africa, church planning among a tribal group before we went to Thailand. And that's one thing the Lord, you know, taught us more and more was that, uh, you know, as I've been able to go back to where we used to serve in the deserts of northwest Kenya and the remote locations that we used to plant churches in and see and live in and bring our, try to raise our two sons out there. And I can tell you for sure that it's God's grace. It was God's grace. I couldn't do it now. There would be no way. But I know, and I even wonder then, I look back and I go, oh my goodness, what a harsh and dry land. What a miserable place to live. How does anybody live here? And then I, then I say, yeah, but you did. You know, and I almost think it was another person at times. But, but the truth is, it was God's grace. God's grace is so powerful to enable us to do what we can't do, but what he can do through us. And I want to encourage you all that as you look out there, no matter where you're going, no matter what you do, to trust in the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, to having the strength and having the fullness of the things that you can't do that he can do through you. Many people say, well, this must have been a lot of work. How did you get the mayor to say those words? Or how did you get the opportunity to worship in a shopping mall? And I just said, yes, you have a minute? <laughs> and I'll tell you, it's by him. He did it. He did it in, his, in the ways we just cooperate with what he wants to do. And he sh- has shown us the way. No, we're not always 100% right in everything we attempt for the Lord. But we're crazy enough to try a whole bunch of things. So, <laughs> so we get to see it. And, and yes, uh, I know it's important to plan. It's important to think about. It's important to, 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 to put together what you're going to do for the Lord from what he has shown you. Uh, we have a God that loves faith, loves faith so much that he doesn't always give us the whole plan. And that leaves us to have to stretch our faith sometimes before we attempt something for God. I'm with you. I would love to have every detail taken care of, but it's not that way. Many times he's given us the idea, you know, we've got some of the parts there, 
We don't have everything, but we move forward according to his grace and his plan, and we get uh, the breakthrough that we need. Thailand is changing, brothers and sisters, by God's grace. Thailand is changing not only in Bangkok and Pattaya and Chiang Mai and other places around. There's a receptivity among the people. God is doing things in the land. Politics is not working well in the land. The rule of the king is going down because he's not well and there's not a good successor. There is one, but he's not the one that everyone thinks should be. There's instability and people thinking, what is going to happen here? I keep preaching this message as I do to you today. Get ready, brothers and sisters. Our time is coming soon. We may not be many, but we have everything with God. Everything, every capability of doing whatever needs to be done. He has already given it to us. It is in him. It is in Jesus Christ. The fullness of all of these things is in us for this day that's coming ahead of us. Let The worlds are going to shake. There's going to be wars and rumors of wars. We know all of that. There's been, you've had many teachers to tell you about all of that. But I want to encourage you too to, to, to know that we're not just off to the side during this. He's, God is going to move us to the center at the time that needs to be, and there will be a great harvest. We will see people come to know Jesus Christ and Lord and Savior. Even your family members will come. And I believe it 100%. I'm already seeing it in my own family. I'm seeing it in and friends, people we've prayed for for years. Those prayers that you've prayed are going to be answered. Don't give up ever. Don't give up because God will continue to use you powerfully in the days ahead. Let me end with one thing more here as we... Um, sorry, there we go. Uh, as I said, we used to work in Kenya and these here, many of them are pastors now from the churches that were planted in the area there. We're in the main city and these are the I, I, I was so glad to, I was back there, and, and this is from October of last year, and uh, we had a time to pray together, and you know what? Their focus is on Sudan. They're, they want to go to Sudan and plant churches. The, the, the whole northwest of Kenya now, there are churches everywhere. Praise the Lord. But did we know that when we went there, that there was going to be an open door in Sudan? And now Sudan is open, and they want people to come in. So we're praying for these to go up and plant churches. These are, I would say, the future missionaries to Sudan right here. And so we had a great time together with them. They have fought uh, also. These are also ministers of reconciliation who have taken the time to go to their brothers and sisters in other, uh, that they've warred with because in that region there are many different tribal groups and uh, five main tribal groups, just immediate ones in the area, and they go across each other's borders and fight with one another and steal each other's animals and so forth. And yet, over the years, as this continued on, they realized that the churches were growing in, in every, everywhere, continuing to grow, and more people becoming Christians. Why are we still fighting? There's no need for this. So they got the pastors together, and they came together, and they confessed their sins to one another and to God, and they reconciled, and now... They said, you know something, let's go to the schools because we need to start with the children. We have a whole generation now that's going to be 18 years old before we know it or, or you know, growing up. And let's tell them that they have no enemy here at all in this other tribe. So they, they went to each other's schools and went to the schools and told the children, don't be afraid of me, I'm not your enemy. And it was very, very powerful. And it has continued to grow throughout the region. And we see a great, great... Uh, 
demise in the border raiding in this northwest of Kenya. Now, that sounds like a big story, Randy. Are you sure that's happened? I tell you, yes, it happened because of him, because of this scripture right here and, the, and him. He has the power and the strength and the ability to show us the way to do the, do the things that you and I can never do. And <clears throat> it continues on to this day. We pray also for Grace Bible Church, and we want to thank you because I know that you also are being changed day by day by the Lord. And there's many, many things yet ahead for you, many things that God has prepared in advance. And I can see with uh, the church that you have here and being in this community, God is going to continue to use you mighty powerfully. No matter where you go out from here, no matter what work you go, no matter what place you serve the Lord, no matter what your ministry is involved in, you are all called to preach good news. And I know he's going to continue to use you powerfully. And bless the Lord for your pastor and the whole team here. Wonderful. Let me pray. So, Father, we just thank you and praise you, Lord, for your goodness and grace to all of us, Lord Jesus. And we thank you, Father, for each and every person here this day. Father, each one is so important, Lord, in this hour. Father, we call forth, Lord, your perfect plan, Lord, to continue to move us forward, Lord, as we see that many people are still out there, Lord, who are lost, who are suffering, who don't know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, and who need to understand and know who he is and what he means in their life. Lord, I pray now, Father, that doors would open in every area, in everybody's workplace, homes, families, Lord, wherever you have called us, Lord, I just pray, Father, that doors would continue to open. And Father, just as we sing in Thailand, Lord, we know we're going to continue to see it here. People are going to come to us in this hour, Lord, and say, is there a God in heaven who can help me? And I know that that hour, Father, we need to be ready and stand ready to share our faith, Lord, for you are going to do great and mighty things in the days ahead. Thank you, Lord. We bless your holy name. In Jesus' name, amen.